0: Just go to indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Com Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.cam, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me shortly is Chris Biederman. He covers the 49ers for the Sacramento Bee. And we have a special guest today. Tim Kawakami, Bay Area media legend. I'm going to go that far. Tim Kawakami. He's a columnist at The Athletic. He's the host of the Warriors Plus Minus podcast. We do talk a little dubs in relation to the 49ers in this podcast. Don't need to be a Warriors fan or anything. It all tracks. And of course, the TK Show podcast, you've probably heard Kyle Shanahan on there, John Lynch on there. Um, not not uh, not a lot of people plugged in in the Bay, more than Tim Kawakami. Super fascinating conversation about the 49ers quarterback situation presently in the future, what it means for Kyle Shanahan. Uh, just a really, really interesting deep dive on kind of the topic that's hung over the entire 49ers season. So let's get into
0: it. Blue Liar. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles.
1: Has got him a second back inside the 30 yard line. Nick Bosa drops Aaron Rodgers for a 13 yard loss. Quick pass caught by Kittle. He dives and he's in. Touchdown 49ers. All right. The great Tim Kawakami is in the building. He's a columnist at The Athletic, host on the Warriors Plus Minus podcast and the TK Show podcast. Tim, you and Chris and I were sitting at a table in the Niners yeah. media room, having a discussion about Jimmy Garoppolo's trade value. And I was like, man, this would make a great podcast. So said, here it, it we are. A,
2: it was a podcast. <laughs> I, think it was like, I think we just recorded a podcast here. And I have to admit, it was uh, my initiated. Uh, I am a pretty loyal listener to this very podcast. I think Huge. you guys know that. Uh, I, I like listening to it because it makes me think. Uh, makes me uh, you know, think through some things I have thought through or just go over some stuff. I I like to do that, but you know, as I write, as I think about the four nights, and sometimes I very much disagree with sometimes, uh, <laughs> which is good too. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, Biederman, you said something about like, yeah, you know, I think you said a first round pick, right, for for Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, they, could, they, so, might a, they might get. They might get. I know you weren't saying they would, but you said that would be out there on the table. Clarify, maybe I'm I'm summarizing it incorrectly. But go
3: well, ahead. so. I was sort of in my head and maybe this didn't come through in in the podcast itself, but in my head, I was saying, well, if Jimmy Garoppolo plays at a really high level um, and he was playing at a pretty high level at the time, I believe this was during the three game winning streak, obviously before the Seattle game. Um, But, you know, in my head, it was like, all right, if the Niners go on a run here and Jimmy Garoppolo plays well, and they do win games because of Jimmy Garoppolo and not sort of in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo then maybe there's a team out there who's desperate enough in an off season that doesn't seem to be um you know replete with with tons of quarterback options that maybe Jimmy Garoppolo could fetch the 49ers or something it seems very very unlikely right <laughs> like it's yeah, i think yeah. we're we're to the point now where Jimmy Garoppolo in a trade probably gets the 49ers something like you know, a third or a fourth round pick, maybe a fourth round pick that's conditional that turns into a third if he plays X number of snaps and goes to a Pro Bowl or something like that. Um so I think that's what spurred our, our conversation in in the press box. So Tim, I'm curious, uh, you know, or, or I'm curious for our listeners to hear um your response to that and just what your what what your opinion is on on how this is going to shake out after the 49ers season. Well, part of this I can, you know, cheat a little bit, but part of it was thinking there's no guarantee. In fact,
2: there's probably a guarantee in the reverse that Garoppolo will not continue playing this well, right? I mean, he would have been playing well to that point, but it just his history is that it's not going to last. He and then he might play good again for a couple of weeks. But my point was the entire league knows what his value is, right? That they maybe they were offered a second round pick last offseason after a tough year for him, whatever, but I don't know that they really were. I think they might have done it if they were offered a second-round pick. Maybe it was discussed. And after 2019, he has his best year, 49ers go to the Super Bowl. Four ers were getting ready to dump him, right? I mean, they, they they thought about it. So it was for Tom Brady, and they didn't do it, but it wasn't like this guy's untouchable. I don't know that another team other than the Patriots values the 49ers Anything close to the the way that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch value him. And I don't think they value him a lot, frankly. I mean, they value him to be the quarterback right now, win games. But he's a 30-year-old quarterback who's been up and down, has one year left on his contract, which you're going to have to tear up, probably, if you're acquiring him. And the team that likes him best doesn't want him anymore, theoretically. Just traded three number one picks for him. All those things put together – I just don't see, you know, again, it might be a third round pick, but that might be one of those tricky we'll give you a fifth if you give us a third so we can say we got a third round pick, but it's really sure. not third round value. Like, I don't know. Again, I, oh, I should say I do. I've talked you. you, you guys talk to people. The, the rest of the league doesn't really like Garoppolo that much. I mean, he's okay. They re- he respects his value, but he was never going to be more valuable in two other spots. When the foreigners traded for him, he hadn't played, but your values when you're 27 years old and you're on your or 26, I think even then, and you're, right. you, you know, you're a potential like this guy could be, and everyone thought he could be something pretty good. They gave up a second round pick. It was not a bidding war for Jimmy Garoppolo. And then after 2019, when he's 29 years old or 28 years old, however it was, and he's coming off a Super Bowl season. And then I don't think he was that valuable then with, a, with a lot of years left on his contract. So at 30, possibly injury prone, maybe he's past that. Maybe he's not up and down i think my my point was which i was like i just when i hear first round pick and it's not i'm not saying you were wrong for that because i understand the caveats you had put in there when i do hear this i just like i talk to people and you know people some some of the names you know who do not like jimmy Carr, like they don't want him like and, and maybe they're wrong but they don't want him like he's a guy that okay you know he's He's worse than Kirk Cousins, right? And and everyone this kind of throws their arms up about Kirk Cousins, except for Kyle Shanahan. He's definitely on a lower tier than Kirk Cousins. He's definitely on a lower tier than a lot of people that you would maybe you wouldn't think so. He's you know, I, I would say he's higher than Teddy Bridgewater, just in in the NFL idea, but not a lot higher. Not a lot higher. Sam Darnold maybe now because he's tanked again, but Sam Darnold went what for like a two and a three, right? Something like that. There's no way, yeah, there was no way that Jimmy Garoppolo would ever get anything like that. In fact, teams would probably still want Darnold over Garoppolo because he's younger, you know, the cheaper, all those things. It's just the market isn't there in my opinion, even in, a, in and I think how you mentioned in oh, someone else mentioned it's a bad draft year. I understand that if you're going to try to get a quarterback, the options are limited. I still think teams will, you know, there's guys in the draft that are going to go in the third round that teams. are going to like better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, maybe that's unfair to the things that he's done, but it's just the value he has, the value on Jimmy Garoppolo in this league for the past four years has not been number one pick. And I yeah. can't imagine getting through this. It's going to be anything close. It's the foreigners are going to have to get rid of him in most teams' minds, even if, if Kyle is a little resistant to that. He's on a one-year deal. So you still have to do something with his contract because you're not going to just eat it to $24 million, I don't think. Or you're eating it at $24 million. And he's injury pro like those are a lot of loaded things in, in a, even in a down quarterback market. Man, I think third round pick is like, even if he gets into the playoffs, because we know who he is, a game like a game like Sunday was going to happen. Right? I mean, it was going right. to happen. That's just part of the that's part of the the thing with him. It's known this, this is going to happen. He's not going to have a 120 uh, passer rating every the rest of the way although his pass rating wasn't terrible on Sunday with those touchdown passes, but the interceptions are pretty bad. This is just, just who he is. And the whole league knows it. And the whole league is waiting for it. Again, the people I talked to, even while they're like, when they were making the move for Mac Jones, they're going like, it's Mac Jones. Because Jimmy's done. Like, that's what they're telling. Like, I, I think you heard this, right? <laughs> like, they are done with Jimmy. They're moving on from Jimmy. And it's Mac Jones. So they, Then they draft Trent, Trey Lance, changes the equation. But even then, they're like, of course it's going to be Trey Lance, right? Of course, not, not okay. At that point, I knew they were wrong because Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were going to turn over a Super Bowl team in their mind, in their mind, a Super Bowl team for a 21-year-old quarterback who's you know who just hasn't had the experience. Right. But around the league, it was it was Mac Jones. What and why is Mac Jones? Because they don't want Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. <laughs> and they understood that. Like they agreed with this. So this is my whole thing. This is what we discussed at the table. This is what I continue to believe. I think there was a chance. There still remains a slight chance that that Shanahan sticks with Garoppolo at least into next season, maybe not as the guy, but to keep him around to compete with Trail. I think that's a diminishing prospect. It was always a diminishing prospect because we knew there was two turnovers in Jimmy every single game out there. We know it's there, Uh, but I think it's likely that Jimmy Garoppolo is released as the 49ers get down and, and to be able to sign some more guys. Uh, And maybe sign a cornerback. (laughs) I think that would be theoretically an improvement. (laughs) And and and, because I think that's how they're going to get him because they don't seem to be too good at drafting him, and and they don't have a first round pick anyway. And they they do that move. They get Jimmy. You know, they make a clear, clean decision. It's going to be Trey Lance. They got to figure out who's going to be the backup. But I think I just see really. I said I've been saying release. I think I've been saying release ever since they made that trade. Like this is the way it, it's mm-hmm. not heading towards a trade. Unless they get something really good right now, which they couldn't, that they're going to go with Garoppolo for most. I thought I thought Lance would be starting by now, but other things have have, have come into play. Uh, but then they go through the season, however they go. And then they they released Jimmy Garoppolo and, and they got Trey Lance, your starting quarterback uh, for all of OTAs, for the whole program, for all the training camp. He's your starting quarterback. That seems to be, and they can say that was the plan all along and maybe it sort of was a plan but it's changed about seven times within that. and yet, yet it stay it still remain this larger plan, you know, the Alex Smith Mahomes plan, which, you know, may have actually been what they were thinking. Who knows? Cause I think it, it did. I think it definitely has changed, but I think that is the way this is going in. And, and just that that game in, in Seattle was the game that was, you knew was coming, which was part of the thinking. Like that's why they got Trey Lance, right? Cause they need a quarterback who can win that game. They don't okay. think it's Lance yet, but they think it's Lance down the road and it's not Jimmy Garoppolo. and. We all knew that, right? I mean, none of us right. were going, man, this guy's the guy. You want to get a guy to go win a game in Seattle? is Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I don't see that. Uh It happened in 2019, but it might not happen again. So I, I just, yeah, in the idea of that, I mean, the valuing of Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, has been very steady around the league. It's just people around like, oh, no, no, it's this. No, it's that. No, it's this. They're like, no, it's kind of like he's good enough to get the 49ers sort of good. And he's bad enough for them to have to trade three number one picks for his replacement. Yeah,
1: And it's about the ceiling, right? Like, this is where he is. We thought after 2019, like, hey, there's another level he can get. Because in the second half of that year, he was so much better than he was in the first half. Well, that ceiling is gone now. So it's a team is going to use their first round pick theoretically on a quarterback that they think has a higher ceiling than Garoppolo because... His ceiling is what you just said, Tim. It's yep. okay. Yep. He's going to win you two or three games or help you win two or three games. If everything's just If right, you run the ball, if you run and the ball forty right, times. Yeah. Right. Uh, but nah. he's not going to be a guy that's going to go, go win games consistently for you. And I just, I can't imagine a team looking at a quarterback in the first or second round and thinking they couldn't get more.
2: I agree. Or, or at least hope for more. Right. I mean, with right. Jimmy, you, you can't hope for more. You can't project more. Right. This is who he is. And then he might get hurt by the way. Uh, right. and, and he's costing $24 million or you have to redo the contract. And as I always said, you, you're probably going to want to do the redo, redo the contract with Garoppolo. If you're acquiring say it's Pittsburgh or something, I don't think it's gonna be Pittsburgh, but I'm just throwing a team out there that's going to need a quarterback. You're not taking Jimmy Garoppolo one year in 24, you're going to want three and you know, three and 36. Right. And right. so Jimmy Garoppolo has to agree to that. So why does Jimmy Garoppolo agree to that now? Why doesn't he just get cut and then agree to it later so he can really pick a spot? That's been my thinking all along. Uh, they might sneak a third round. They might sneak a provisional two in there, but they're giving up a four. But in in, in real terms, that's just the, this is the quarterback they know they have. Like they like them, but it's a the quarterback they know they have. They'll play it out this year, and you, you've, after every good game, you know there's a Seattle stinker coming up. You just know after. You know, he beats the Rams. Then, you know, somewhere down the road, there's a Colts game out there. Like, like that's there with him. There always will be there. And again, they, they they know they traded three number one picks to make sure they were better than this. It just didn't so happen that, that they decided it was going to be this year, which I think is problematic in itself. Like, you, right. you could have been part of this year. I, I think they <laughs> were a little stubborn about that. But. They can say that you know what he's twenty one years old. He didn't play play one college game. Like of course he, he's not the guy for sure was going to be better. And I and I've written about this. I, I do believe Garoppolo's had respect in that locker room, and he's won even more by the way he's handled this. And I respect the way he's handled this. Yeah. Um, he's not pouted. He's only you know gotten sharper focused, and he's only been a better leader in there. And you do want to understand that. You don't, you don't want to screw around with that
1: for this season. Not next season. All right, y'all. The 49ers are six and six. The playoff race has been on, but now we're down to the final five games of the season. And you're going to want to be in the building at Levi's stadium. The 49ers have two home games left. They have one against the Cardinals. And then they have one against the Texans. You're going to be one of, you're going to want to be in the building for one, if not both of those, maybe you want to be there. Maybe there's a 49 in your 49er fan in your life that would like to be there. And you're looking for a Christmas gift for them. Well, Hey, I've got good news for you. You don't need to exhaust yourself going all over the internet, googling all this. Oh, I need tickets and cheap tickets, and oh, hitting up Facebook and There's nothing worse than going on Facebook and being like, "Anybody have tickets to the Niner game?" No, you don't have to do that anymore because Tick Pick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need to go to for all of your NFL tickets. TickPick, they got they they did away with the the fees and the the extra charges and stuff that are just random, like hey, you're not going to not go. So here's a $3 fee. Um, and then by the end, you realize that you're paying double what you thought you were going to be paying for tickets. That TickPick doesn't do that, which allows them to guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. And if you don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on a different ticket site, TickPick will give you 100 per, 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I was so shocked by that, that I stumbled over it. TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. That's right. You heard me right. I didn't get Niner tickets recently, but I did use TickPick to go to the Sacramento Kings Los Angeles Clippers game a couple weekends ago. I guess it was last weekend. I had a blast. I ate at the downtown Commons beforehand. Hadn't even gotten tickets yet. I was like, I need to snag some tickets. I went on tickpick.com slash candlestick. Super easy and super cheap. It's so nice seeing a price on tickets. Grabbing two and knowing when I check out, that's going to be the price. I'm not going to be hit with a bunch of charges and fees. It's awesome. So, again, if you want to go, if you have a Niner fan in your life that wants to go, they have two home games left and they're going to need to win both of those games in the playoff race. Levi's is going to be incredible and you're going to want to be in the building. So, visit slash candlestick today to save $10 on your first order of 49ers tickets. That's tickpickcom candlestick. Uh-
2: Uh, But I I give him credit for all that stuff.
3: I I wanted to talk to you about Kyle Shanahan's handling of all this, because in the pre-season, or even in training camp early on, he says Trey Lance is going to play for us. Yeah. And then he alludes to the Drew Brees, Taysom Hill dynamic in New Orleans a bunch unprompted. Mm -hmm. Right. He brought that up. And then he does what he did in week three of the preseason against the Raiders, where he's rotating quarterbacks and doing a bunch of cool stuff with Trey Lance in the running game on the same drive. Um, And it looks like it's going to be a quarterback by committee thing. And then the season starts. Trey Lance gets a couple plays in the first few games. and A touchdown
2: pass. A touchdown pass. (laughs) The first
3: touchdown of the season the Niners scored was Trey Lance to Trent Shurfield. Um, And then since that knee injury... He suffered in his start against Arizona. Trey Lance hasn't been really on the field much at all. And so uh, you you hear things around that time from the broadcast team, and you always mention this, which I think is a really good point. They mention in in pre-production meetings that Shanahan says, well, yeah, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo will be the quarterback Mm. in 2022. And then a couple weeks ago, you get the Ian Rappaport report saying the 49ers plan to trade Garoppolo in the offseason. So it just seems like this has kind of been an ongoing roller coaster in Kyle Shanahan's mind. And I'm just curious what you make of that, because it doesn't seem to me like there is a whole congruent plan here. And you hear things like, well, Trey Lance has regressed since training camp, but you could also make the point that that's logical because Jimmy Garoppolo is the only one getting reps in practice. So how could Trey Lance really be getting much better on the scout team? Like, I, I'm just curious <laughs> what you make of this whole thing, because I'm with you. I would have thought Trey Lance would have been starting at some point this season, and now it looks like this is just going to be a redshirt year. And Lance probably isn't going to start games until the 49ers. If the 49ers get eliminated from the playoffs.
2: Yeah. I think we got to tip off when the game he played in, in Arizona, they had when Jimmy was hurt, but Shanahan, He's the coach. He's the one who's sitting in the meetings with him. He's on the practice field. Just didn't believe it. he could throw the ball downfield. Just didn't Just didn't believe in it. Uh, and he w- was going to run the ball just stubborn. That was a stubborn game, right? And they almost won it, by the way. It was a and, really stubborn game. Yeah, and it, but it was a stubborn game, and that's okay. You know, often the smartest guys are the most stubborn. But I think that was like for all the other things. I, and I like when Kyle talks and, you know, he can give great answers and I don't think he, he BS as much. I think he just sometimes thinks through stuff when he's answering them. So it's very interesting, but it sometimes can change because the question makes him think a, di- a different way. Uh, I, I think he's kind of figured this out as it's gone. I think the broader plan has been Trey Lance, is the, obviously the, the top end talent they weren't going to do it in their minds finally for a, you know, Kirk cousins they were going to do it for someone they hope turned into something more. uh, And that was going to be, uh, that's Trey Lance. Now we can talk through all that. I, you know, I think part of this is frozen on the fact that Kyle did want Matt Jones. That was his initial person. I don't think there's any doubt about it. When when they made that trade, it was to move up to get Matt Jones. Now other things came into play, but that's what (laughs) he did it for. The entire league agrees with that and we can all get ripped for it and, beads you and I have been ripped for, but I, don't I, think- I would think I would <laughs> think Mac Jones would agree with that assessment. Yes, I think I Mac think, Jones
3: was surprised he I, wasn't the pick.
2: Yeah, I don't think anybody in the league who knows Kyle disagrees with is initially going to be Mac Jones. Then it changed, but so you you, you, you use that going into it, so he kind of was talked out of or changed his mind to get to Trey Lance, gets him. Goes, wow, this guy's got a lot of talent. We all we've seen him. Now we don't see him very much recently in front of a podium, but he has been up there and he's an impressive dude. I mean, this guy's not a, like he's sharp. He's got leadership qualities. We've heard about it. We know about it. So I think Kyle, this is being a human. Okay, the plan is he's young. We're gonna go. We you know we're keeping Jimmy. Like that was a way, that was a messaging from the beginning. Like, we're keeping Jimmy. We got a Super Bowl quality roster. He's taken us there before. That's who we're going with. You can say that, and you kind of hope. That, that that Lance exceeds that, but you say it, and you kind of have that vague plan that is Jimmy Garoppolo. Then you get a hands-on Trey Lance. You go, okay, this guy does some stuff. Like, the stuff that we saw in OTAs and training camp wasn't, like, it wasn't wrong. I mean, it wasn't some kind of great spell everybody put on us and say like, we're seeing things that aren't there. This guy was impressive. Like, this guy gets the ball, you know, deep outside the numbers. He moves around. Didn't see all of his running ability in camp, but you saw, you knew it was there. Guy ran for a thousand yards in college, uh, so I you could get this I'm, again. I don't know this; we're not around nearly enough to know. It, but you can see the thinking. Kyle's like, hmm, like this is could be really interesting. So maybe I do want to see some of them. I do want him out there. Let's, and th- then he starts talking through it in public. I do think he does this. Like he starts. Yeah, you know, there is a two quarterbacks. I, I've seen it work. I've seen it, you know, whatever. And he's kind of convincing himself or he's repeating things that John Lynch might be saying to him or Mike McDaniel or whoever. I think there was a genuine enthusiasm for the things that Trey Lance could bring. And they they know that there's a ceiling to Jimmy Garoppolo. And they don't think he's, you know, they don't think he's Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Right? They don't. They think he's, they know who he is. Uh, and as they're going through that, then all of a sudden, Lance either you know Mike Silverite on my show uh, this week is saying you know reported and no one's denied it that he hit a wall. You know it happens. Rookies get to a point and maybe like okay, you got to get a little further. And no, he doesn't do it. Uh, makes a couple mistakes and then Kyle starts thinking like, wait a minute, we're playing games and we've not gone to playoffs three or four years. I better you know I better go with a guy I think is going to win me some games. And I don't think he's was overly impressed by what. Trey brought them in those few, you know, whatever, six snaps in the first three weeks. I thought it was fine. I don't know what he's looking for, but maybe he just didn't see. He couldn't open up the playbook, and he finally talked about it a couple weeks ago that it screwed him up a little bit uh, because he's planning, you know, you run this play, run then another play, and you're setting up for the third play. Well, if you change the quarterback in the middle of that, then that third play becomes the first play, not the third play. I get that. Like, so much of Shanahan is rhythmic. So much of that first part of the season wasn't very rhythmic play calling. Uh, A lot of things, I'm going to be a little self-aggrandizing. A lot of these things, these answers we're getting from Kyle are my questions, by the way. So (laughs) sometimes I blame myself, but I also credit myself. Like I make him think. I do make him think. So he says these things, you know, the non, you know, not in a rhythm thing was my question after one of those losses. I forget which one, probably the Colts, I think. Uh, and some of this stuff I asked him about why, you know, why Lance isn't playing last week. And he said, it's because he just doesn't feel like it sets up the defense the way he wants to. Like, this is interesting stuff. I do think he thinks through stuff. If you throw him a question, that's a little bit, you know, he isn't expecting or isn't quite thinking that way. And he he's thinking through, you know, we're hearing his thought process sometimes in public because he's smart enough to do that, but it does change. Like then it shifts five degrees then it shifts another eight degrees and it just come to the point now where he's all the way back to where they were when they drafted him was, oh, we got Jimmy. Jimmy's the guy. Uh, and so, you know, all through this process, so many other options were there, and they thought about him. I think they sure thought about him after the Colts loss, right? I mean, I think that's when we all like, whoa, like there's a different toe in Kyle here. Like he's thinking about it. But Danny, what did he do? He went to Jimmy and said, you're my guy for the Bears game. That's it. You're my guy. I think he really wanted to see something out of Jimmy. It was Jimmy returning, you know, his back, to, back to where he grew up. Going to have a ton of people there. Let's see you do it. If you can just read through what he said and, and, and just kind of feel the texture of the season. They win that game. Jimmy plays very well. They win the next game. They win the next game. Now, I guess they lose the next game and they win the next three. It's just he felt like, okay, I figured out what the zone is. And it's Jimmy Garoppolo, me being 100% committed to him, He, him knowing – well, not knowing because Kyle doesn't do it that way, but pretty much knowing that Trey Lance isn't coming in for him the next time they get to the third and one. Uh, meanwhile, you know, they're really good on short yardage, right? They're a great red zone team. So that would be the, the, the typical place you would put a young quarterback who, who's mobile and, and dual option. And they're very good at it until Sunday on, on fourth down. But uh, I just think all those things – it was, it was an evolving, it was changing. He, you can see a coach who loved Mac Jones. So we would, you know, who would be a little leery of throwing Trey Lance into this immediately. Is he going to make the right read? Is he going to make the fourth read before the fifth read? Uh, and just feeling that he's got to turn this season into 2019. If he could, we all saw the weaknesses of it. I'm sure they see the weaknesses in it, but this is the best way they got to win as many games as they can. But even then, you're going with a quarterback who can still make the same kind of mistakes. And when we saw them on Sunday, and that was part of like, why isn't he playing Lance? Well, he's got to make sure that the third read is good because then you, you don't want to screw up and throw you know, read the first thing. And it's not there. What did he do? Right. He made the first read, he threw it right to Bobby Wagner. It was supposed to be, the, <laughs> it was supposed to wait. Uh, that's the thing that he would pull Trey Lance for. And that's, I think the exasperating thing for fans. And I get it. Right. Like you've got, and I said it like you Trey Lance has got to be one of the what? Eight most talented players on that roster, something like that. He's top 10 most talented players right now. And he's not playing. second
3: most high, uh, the second highest drafted guy. <laughs>
2: exactly. Right. Like he is, even if he's not ready, it's a. It's not like this roster is just loaded with people that, like, oh, we're so talented that we don't have to play this guy. You know, there's another team that's very talented and they don't have to play their guys like that. The 49ers, like you could see, like this get the talent on the field. And I understand and I agree that Kyle doesn't want to screw himself up in the play calling, maybe mess up his scheme by switching quarterbacks. But also, shouldn't he be a good enough play caller and schemer that he can fit the best talent, right. <laughs> like a more talented player than the one he's playing? Stay with Jimmy grapple He's your starter. But when you're talking about uh, what did you love about Jalen Hurd? Optionality, right? I mean, he could you line up over here and they think he's that and then line up over here <laughs> you think he's that. To a ridiculous extent, as I've said, like I can't believe they kept him on the roster this season. But that's wow. what that's what Trey Lance could be, right? I mean, he's like he just doesn't. it's clear Shannon does not count quarterback in there for a lot of understandable reasons. But you think you could expand with well, Sean Payton? Could I mean if Sean Payton could? Yeah, I don't think Kyle Shanahan could. And we're not talking about twenty plays a game. We're talking like get one of your top ten most talented players on the field six <laughs> plays a game. That you're could talking.
1: Screw, that could you're talking you. third and fourth and goal.
2: Yeah, yeah. The game on the I line. Mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, you wouldn't. Have, <laughs> you know, that's. I get what he's saying. I'm not going to like not play him for for six weeks and then all of a sudden, oh, right. it's the fourth and goal. Final minutes of the uh, final seconds in Seattle. It's pretty loud. Go in, but yeah, he could have prepared him for that moment. He could have right. set it up better, and he could have had the Seahawks completely afraid of it. That has not happened. Maybe it'll start to happen a little bit. I don't know. I've thought this for a while now. I think he's just, like, he's convinced whatever ceiling, we, we know this is not a Super Bowl team. with get Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not a Super Bowl team with Trey Lance right now. It could have been if Trey Lance had been playing from week four on, but that's gone. So he's made up his mind, but you expand this team, you expand what they can do, you expand the possibilities. You risk worse games. I get it. But you also saw it out of Jimmy Garoppolo on Sunday. You saw the things that he would be mad at Trey Lance for. You saw exactly what he'd be mad at Trey Lance for. And the guy that he's playing him over, who's less talented, did him. So I get the exasperation. I, I've i been part of myself, not wanting to be talk show, you know, knee jerk, you know, just put the gut talented guy in there. But you just think of it if, if your team is struggling... And can't you know? Sometimes just can't run the ball against a team that's determined to stop you from running the ball. And Jim and clearly does not fear Jimmy going you know outside the numbers deep right. He just doesn't do it. He did one time in the game the IU get the end, and I don't think Seattle like was ready for it because what the hell he doesn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we know when we know Trey Lance can get the ball there, right? We we know he can. Um. Right. This is the yeah. This is frustrating. I get it. I get everything. I don't want to you know. I understand the decision that Shannon Hands made, but. There isn't there is s- extreme limits to it. And you think at some point that he could figure out a way to, to not be screwed up by Trey Lance being out there for five plays. You just I, I don't think that's a huge thing to ask of one of the top play callers and top schemers in, in, in the game. And that's what Kyle Shanahan has been. I mean, I I, I just don't, he, you know, he's not Matt Nagy out there, right? He's he's not, you know, he's not one of those guys can, like he should be able to work five plays in there at this point. If it's, if, mm-hmm. if, if, if he is as creative and as thoughtful as we know him to be, I mean, you can put Jeff Wilson at tight end, right? I mean, if you put, you could do that, you could put Brandon, you get running back or whatever the hell he was playing there for a little bit. You can do that. I would figure five to seven plays with Trey Lance. So I don't think you guys, you, I don't think you guys disagree with that one.
1: No, agree, no, agree. not at all. Um, you brought up the idea of stubbornness and I want to bring up, I want to, I want to tie the Warriors into this Mm -hmm. because there was some talk last season that Steve Kerr was, was too stubborn and he was set in his ways. But then this offseason, you know, they make some changes in the coaching staff. Jaron Collins leaves, they bring in Kenny Atkinson and they kind of, Steve Kerr, I think said new blood, new voices in the, in the room. And we've seen kind of, well, A, the roster is just better, but B, um, we've seen the development of Jordan Poole and kind of Jordan Poole getting unleashed in, in the way that he has. And, um, is there any way that you see the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, who's also stubborn, <laughs> doing something similar this year?
2: This yeah, yeah it's offseason, maybe. I don't know this yeah. year. Uh, Trey Lance would be the would be the way to do that. And, and also you could say Brandon Ayuk has been an interesting test case for, for Shanahan's system, right? I mean, he's threw him out there, was good as a rookie when they really needed him, then was really tough on him going into this season didn't start in week one. We all know the whole story there. And he finally gets them through what by week is when they have the discussion that maybe that clears of things up. And since night, has been pretty good, not great, but been pretty good. I, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a much kind of more like harder, bumpier transition for Kyle Shanahan. I just, things always seem to be like that in the NFL. Like you have scheme, 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 and you, you know, you have schemes in basketball, but they're more flowing and they're more built around the talent you have. They just are. You have Steph Curry. You're going to play that way. Uh, And it's easier to just say, okay, we're going to blend our guys. And then you, you you win or you lose. And right now they're winning. But I, I'd say I, my comparison is to James Wiseman, Jonathan Kaminga, and some point Moses Mm -hmm. Moody, like that three, the three, we talk about talent, right? I mean, they're, they're massively told Kaminga for sure. and, And Wiseman and, Wiseman's been hurt, but he clearly was a tough go last season as a rookie. Very similar to Trey Lance. He had played very little as a collegian had, you know, fits and starts career, but massively talented. You take him number two overall. There's all this expectation. These other guys around him are, you know, Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. And, oh, my God, what's rookie ladder? He's not looking too good. So those sort of pressures, I don't know if that's gone on with Trey Lance. I'm sure there's some discuss. Like, look at Mac Jones. Like, he's got his look at that every single time. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, the pressures. And I'll, I'll just say there are sources on both teams who have, like, when I've written something about the other one having to wait or, you know, getting pushback about their young talent have said, gee, trying to win and develop. That's interesting. Huh? Huh? Who would try to do that? Uh, some wise acres on both sides, both sides. I'll, I'll say you no, know, not, not the guys, but people around him. It's tough, right? You're trying to win. Right. You want to win and you see mistakes that a 19 year old, 20, 21 year old makes. And you're just like, that's not, that's not what I want on the team. Like you can just see both things um basketball it's just like it's you're so connected to the superstar that if it works with a superstar it's fine if it doesn't work with a superstar it's not fine that's literally how it worked with Wiseman last season uh and we'll see what happens with Kaminga and, and Moody and then Wiseman this season with the NFL it's just so much more coach it's all coach right it's like the coach directs everything the coach decides who plays the coach figures out what works what doesn't work but I do think that they were hoping, although they didn't say it, to, to to win and develop, play Jimmy and you play Lance to some extent, and then at the end of it, you get as far as you can, and then Trey Lance has 100 snaps, right, or whatever. I mean, I don't know how he's going to he, – he played that whole game, so it's going to change it up a little bit, but 150 snaps, something. Uh, maybe a start or two, and maybe you still will get them. I don't think so, but maybe you still will this season, and you win enough to – and maybe you'd like throw Lance in as the playoff quarterback. Like, wouldn't that be fun? Like, like that's where I think they were moving. Like if it all worked out right, but it didn't, it absolutely didn't. They stopped it in his tracks and they're like, this is not how it can work. They can't do both. The warriors are in this lucky window here or opportune window or created earned window where they can do whatever they want to with these guys. Cause they're 20 and freaking four. Uh, they're mm-hmm. the best team in the league. They've, they've got so much depth. I would, you know, I think their fans judging by what I write and here would love to see more of their, their young players like thrown out there, just see what they can do. It's December. You don't need to know how this is all going to work. Do you, you, you have Clay Thompson coming back too? But I, I, there's this pressure on both sides. I feel it. That like they're both gonna going Like there's things we can't say here. Like there's things we need to. That's I need to know the guy who's gonna throw it to the right guy on third down. I need that. I can't not know. I can't not. I can't just say there are ten plays and that's all we're gonna run in. What do they run against Arizona with Trey Lance? Like five plays, like six plays, maybe over and over and over and over and over again. Quarterback power. Uh, quarterback. Yeah, power. Like, <laughs> like it was um. It was like it was like it was twenty mile per hour winds in Buffalo or something. Uh, <laughs> But I, I do, it's a similar sort of thing on both sides, other than the Warriors have, you know, obviously the transcendent player that the 49 have great players. They do not have a Steph Curry, who does, and, and they've got three championships and, and the fourniners this era fourniners doesn't have. So it's a different level of confidence, but man, again, I have, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, Ethan Strauss always used to say, the, the, both teams love talking about the other. So they love talking to me about the other team. It is hilarious hmm. how much that happens. <laughs> Warriors especially. Like Joe Acob's a sweet holder at Levi Stadium. So I'll, he's not the person who said these things, but he always is fascinated in, in the 49ers. Bob Myers is fascinated in the 49ers. There are people on the on 49ers who are very interested. Well, John Lynch, right? He's, he is very interested in basketball. Yeah. So you have this kind of, they're kind of winking at each other, looking at each other and going, see, see, it's not that easy. Or the Warriors are going. Hey, look what we're doing here. Look what we're doing. It's very, very interesting. I just think Shanahan might be better at it at every other position, although he's not great at it. We know. I mean, there's issues. But Elijah Mitchell, they put right out there because they believe in him. There are other players that, like some of this stuff, like the rookie concerns, they might just stink, right? Aaron Banks might just be terrible, and I think Ambry Thomas, Deondre Lenore might not be good. Like these are. These are, like, you can criticize the draft process. I don't know if I if I criticize Shanahan for not playing Aaron Banks, right? I mean, he could be, like, horrendous. So, right. and I say this, like, not being mean. I say this, like, I've heard a few things. Right. And, um, like, this is a team that's dying to be better at right guard, and they're not – they drafted a guy, and they're not playing him at all. So, you know, I think it's quarterback with Kyle. I think that's you – like, know, he does – Really, really have some things he needs to see in a quarterback. He has some, you know, like if you make a mistake in a certain way, at quarterback, he's just not going to play you. He's just not going. Mm-hmm. To, and Jimmy makes mistakes, and we've seen Kyle get mad at him. But it's not like that was so bad. I can't see you out there anymore. That was so, like he doesn't. The quarterback Jimmy's fits a little bit slot there. That. Obviously, Trey Lance doesn't at this point, And he's just made that decision. And they're in this, you know, seventh playoff slot. Like they're not, they're they're not. And I, I think Beater menu was to you. So I'm not gonna keep patting myself on the back when Kyle said, like you you don't like you, you're not not gonna play rookies, you just don't play young guys until you're out of it. Like you just wanna throw away a season. He didn't say it like that, but Essentially, he didn't say it. Well, if you put Trey Lance in there, he's a number number three overall pick. Right. You're throwing away a season it if you play, crazy. The number three three, play the number three overall pick. like. But again, that's Kyle, I think, thinking through. He probably doesn't want it to sound like that, but that's what is in his head. My, like, if my whole this, thing. If I play this guy, we're done. And that's right. a really interesting messaging for a number three pick.
3: Yeah, my, my whole thing from the jump. And people listen to the pod. know, but like my old thing from the jump is like Kyle Shanahan did it with Robert Griffin. The third. Yeah. Didn't love like, doing it
2: though. Didn't love he didn't. Doing
3: it. Well, he didn't like doing it, but that Washington team wasn't nearly as talented as this yes. 49ers team. Yes. And they still went to the playoffs. Yes. So my old thing was like, if you give Trey Lance all the time he needs to develop, even if you have to put training wheels on the offense early in the season, that's going to benefit him down the stretch run and then when you get through a full season if you do even if you do lose some games hopefully you have a roster in place that can still get you to where you want to go and then when you get to the playoffs you have a higher ceiling because you have you just have a more talented quarterback Yes. So I I want to I I do not, do not disagree.
2: What was the better game? The one that Trey Lance was starting against the Cardinals, the one that Jimmy Garoppolo started against the Cardinals. Mm. Now Jimmy was not bad in that game. Now, I'm not <laughs> saying that, but they yeah, actually it's the, a the, good card, point. the game in Arizona was a better game for the Fort Niners. I mean yeah. they, their defense to fall apart like it did in the in the home and, game but and that given was not the a way it's not a terrible game that was and, not a terrible
3: game and given the way Kyle Shanahan wants to run the ball you would think having <laughs> a quarterback like Trey Lance they can mix that in right like maybe uh, yes. give Elijah Mitchell 20 carries instead of nine yes. or whatever he had in that yes. game yes yes but I, I wanted to I wanted to forecast the rest of the season with you Niners are six and six they're in the seventh seed you look at the standings um Philadelphia's behind them Washington jumped them this week. Minnesota's behind them. They they have wins against Philadelphia and Minnesota. Uh there's Carolina at 5 and 7 then and then Atlanta at 5 and 7. Who the 49ers are going to play here in a few weeks? Can the 49 I mean I think, you know, the 49ers 538 says they're at 60 some odd percentage to to reach the playoffs. Yeah, 62. 62. So I think we're in agreement that they're they should make the playoffs. Mm-hmm but can they, do they have, we mentioned 2019 a little bit, but do they have enough in them to potentially make a run and be dangerous in the playoffs, particularly if they get the right opponent, or is this a team that we're just kind of expecting to, to lose in the first round, no matter who they get matched up with,
2: man. I mean, obviously matchup is going to be huge, uh, but you can't predict anything in this. You just can't. I mean, who's great. I, I mean, it might be New England. Who's the best team in the league? Arizona, but you know it's not like Arizona is head over heels better than everybody. And then Green Bay, but we know the 49ers match up pretty good with Green Bay. Always have. Uh, I think Kyle would love that matchup. And so do I. Do I expect a hot run? No. I mean, I could see them winning the game though. Like I, I can see them just, you know, they play Dallas. You think they got a shot? I think they got a shot against
3: Dallas. They stopped. And that, that place will be half Niners fans, half
2: Niners fans and Ezekiel Elliott. And like, there are things that they that they can stop and there are things that they can go, you know, get some yards against them. Although I wouldn't love them against the 49ers, against the Dallas receivers and Dak Prescott, but I could see them having a shot at that game. I, what I can't see is a consistent level of performance that gets them three wins, you know, into the Super Bowl. That's just not where they're at. I don't, you know, they they they, they can't control a game. You know, and who can? I don't know. Maybe Arizona, uh, but I don't feel like you're going, Okay, this is a tough game. They have these set things. They're going to make sure that they can control a game and be up 17-10 and then just grind out that 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 big drive they have to do to win this game that they that they did in 2019. Well, they didn't even need that, right? They just overpowered two NFC teams in the playoffs. I don't see it. Now, or, or even that, you know, the, the win over the New Orleans, like to get them in that spot. Like that's not in this team. This team does not have that. So all of this is in context. They're a playoff team because the NFC's really bad, especially at the top middle, not the top, top, maybe, but the top middle. And because there's that extra playoff spot, like if that extra playoff spot wasn't there, you know, there'd be, it, be six teams, and they'd maybe make it, maybe not make it. I think with seven, they're in. Uh, I think, but yeah, if they might even be an eight and nine team to get in. Like if the if the if the, the, the tiebreakers work out, they're they're in at eight and nine. Like if they're tied with the Vikings at eight and nine, they're in. So, yeah. and I, it's hard to see a bunch of wins from all these other teams. Like uh, these other teams will win go four and one down the backstretch to get to nine and eight hard for me to see. Like, is New Orleans going 4-1? and one? Is Carolina going 4-1? and one? Is the Falcons going? No, I don't see that. So, 8-9 might make it, but so what? Was that, You know, Are you any good at 8? No, you're not. Um, I, I think they're just trying to get that. Like, you're trying to win games. I get it. You're trying to get your team experience. You're trying to get them to the playoffs. I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch do not want to go four to five years without the playoffs. I get that. I mean, that's true. It's what your jobs are for. I don't think that means they're good, and I don't think that means that that they're you know you can see them being consistent enough to get through even two wins i can see them getting through one uh i can't unless it's seattle for some reason <laughs> but uh i can see them getting through one then the team that survives in the first round or whether it's arizona you know in the one seat or wherever i don't see the 4 i'll just say i I, I, and I can see them winning another game but i don't see them being consistent enough to win two so they're going to either lose in the first round or lose in the second round just because they're not a consistent team we haven't talked me just horrendous special teams, uh terrible cornerbacks. Those are the things that cause cost you playoff games, right? Like quarterback play, secondary play, special teams. It's you know, and, and pass pressure would be the fourth one, right? If you just had a line of the things, running game, I guess you would be five things, but like if you can't depend on a quarterback, a cornerback to stop a receiver, you know, on a 40-yard play, then you're not gonna win one of those games. So I don't I see yeah, yeah, I see them as a representative. Playoff team, but not a team that you go, okay, that's a hot run. Like you know when Aaron Rodgers was a six seed, you went, okay, that team could do it. And they did, because it was freaking Aaron Rodgers. They the Fortnite someone who's that guy on the who you know who's that guy on this team? You go, okay, that guy. Trent Williams. <laughs> <Left> tackle. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, Kittle, carry him. Kittle, you can say, but you know, tight ends can only get you so much. Uh, but yeah, it's just they don't have that guy. They don't, I mean, Bosa. But even then, that's no—that's that's not how you get through two playoff games. You get through two playoff games with either the quarterback, credible receiver, or. Three
3: incredible defensive players, and, and they got one or two, maybe one, maybe. also one. would have to but, turn in whatever the equivalent of Madison Bumgarner's yeah, exactly. run. Right. Like
1: four, four sacks, sacks a game. game. Yes, exactly.
3: And one of them would have to be like strip sack, and he right. picks it up, and he You
2: know, it would be like Richard Dent, you know, in the in the eighty-five Bears or something like that.
1: And that's and that's just kind of the whole thing. And Tim, you alluded to this earlier. But okay, let's say they go on a run. Let's say they finish ten and seven, and they they beat the Titans on Thursday night football, and they go and beat the Rams in in L.A. and and then win the wild card. You're waiting for that Jimmy Garoppolo game, like you're waiting for that game in Seattle or the Colts game, and you know it's coming. Like you know, okay, they go, oh, yeah. they go, they beat the Cardinals. Absolutely, and,
2: Absolutely. And, and you know maybe it doesn't happen in the in the first round, might but is it going to not happen in the first round and then not happen in the second round? I mean, it's just hard. Right. And, and if the other team goes to a level, like, you know, goes to a real level that the foreigners have not reached, like have they reached a, a top, top level this season and maybe against the Rams, but do we even count that because they just always do it against the Rams? Um, like if a team goes, if Aaron Rod- if they're playing Aaron Rodgers in the second round and Aaron Rodgers just goes thermonuclear, can, can, can Fortnite, can't chase that. They can't, they just, that's not how this team is no. built. And um, and we saw Aaron Rodgers beat them with what about half a quarter of that, <laughs> you know, just because he's Aaron Rodgers and and they're not. So no, I can't see any of that. It's like what what do you consider a you know a successful season? Is it getting to the playoffs merely that, and and a lot of it is, or is it getting to the playoffs, getting a win, and feeling like there's some momentum? And I think what I wrote today was the, trying to sense like can you get do that with a sense of you're moving somewhere you can, if Trey Lance is doing something right. You can, if there's a set feeling about Lance, at quarterback, if the special teams, if there's some plan, because this is the way it's going. I don't like, I don't like calling for assistant coaches being fired, but this is really bad and it has been bad for a couple of years. Maybe not a debacle, but it's been bad. And what are they going to do for a cornerback? They, maybe not just one, maybe two. And, um, those things are, you know, we'll, we'll see. But um, it, I don't think if those questions aren't answered, and they go nine and eight, and they get in and they lose by fifteen in the first round at Dallas, I think 400 fans will be like oh, again, yeah. and nobody's getting, you know, going to circle the building and, and demand, you know, heads be struck. But I do think that it won't feel like a tangible, like okay, now we're excited. It'll be okay. What are you gonna do? <laughs> like, what are you gonna do this right, offseason? Right. And you don't know, have first round picks. So, what are you going to do? Uh, and it'll be very interesting. Every offseason is key, but this one will be like, okay, what are you going to do to make Trey Lance to become a quarterback who can win games by himself? Because you have not had that in the entire Shanahan. You know, what do you say? Five great quarterbacks, right? You want one of those five? Again, I think that yeah. was, I don't even think he. Like, I think I just popped in his head and he said it because you don't want to be, <laughs> right? do you really want, if you're a head coach and you've got Jimmy Garoppolo, do you really want to be pinned on that? Like, do you want Chris <laughs> and Kyle Madsen and Tim Kawakami to be quoting you on December 7th about this uh, while you've got Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think you do. But again, I think uh, one of the things I respect about Kyle is he's confident enough just to, to think on his feet. Jim Tomsula, probably not. Uh, Kyle <laughs> what? <Shannon. Yes. laughs> and... I, you know, so things like that pop out and this offseason will be and this. I think this late season will be in the big picture about prepping things for when Trey Lance is the quarterback. And is he surrounded by the right stuff? And is he prepared from for from the get in 2022? I mean, week one to be a guy who can OK, things aren't going right. We're not able to run the ball. They're putting nine minutes at the line. I'm going to throw the ball and I'm going to move around and this team's going to be better because of it. They just don't have that. They do not have that. We get it. Probably wasn't going to be Lance this season, but they need to be moving in that direction.
3: Well, I think that's a great place to to put a pin in this, Tim. It was uh, it was great having you on. We've, we've awesome. talked about having you on for a while, and that <laughs> conversation we had in the press box the other day certainly spurred oh, it. I want, I want you to know I've been practicing at Baylands quite a bit. Okay, okay. and I played a few rounds there. Good, I didn't good. I didn't have my best performance when we played there. <laughs> um, but I you were I, nervous. I, yeah, I, I guess yeah, so. it was, my, I guess I was so. not good yeah. playing a course for the first time. But yeah, I played there. a few It's times. a great course. I, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, and, and I. I, I, I Get back out there because i played pretty good that day i played did. pretty good you did. <laughs> you, did. you did you put the bar high so oh
1: good oh good we'll, uh, we'll have to do it
3: again sometime no tim, question tim kawakami of the athletic thanks so much for coming on and uh we'll see you soon you go. thanks, thanks tim